Standard Time. Minus four hours <clears throat> from Greenwich Mean Time, which means it's four hours later over there at the Greenwich Observatory. So that would be 9 a.m. over there. Life is bustling. And um, six hours later, It's 3 p.m. Over further to the east. Over in, uh, I don't know, Russia, Kazakhstan. India's eight. Point is, kids, the day's already passed in Australia and New Zealand. And it hasn't started in Hawaii. Even though Hawaii and New Zealand are next to each other, they're a day apart. So you go figure that. I mean, when you say next to each other, that's relative. Because Hawaii ain't next to nothing. Hawaii's next to some volcanic activity. So how you guys doing? How's the weather over there? Um, I get all these suggestions from my dad on how I could spruce up and make things more interesting and, and great. And I listen to him. And uh, as always, I will say to everybody, hey, you got some suggestions for the show? Send me some material to read. Send me something that's not copyrighted to play. Come on the show. You can join me. I used to have live streams every day waiting for people to join. And you know what? No one joined. So I stopped. Because it's not like people are dying to get part of my little world. They're not. Nobody's aching to uh, to join me or to listen. Maybe they're listening. Maybe you get some pleasure listening. And I, hats off to you. Hats off to you. You keep me going. You sustain me. Thank you. Because even my wife doesn't listen. Nobody listens. None of the co-hosts listen. 
no one cares about anything that I have to say. Um, I don't even listen to the show. It's extreme torture to listen to this show. So, it's a horrible, horrible show. Horrible, horrible. It's the worst. The worst. The worst podcast. So, that's the truth, kids. And there's a million bad podcasts out there. And this is one of them. But we do it every day. We do it random. We kick it the way we want to kick it. We are being who we want to be. And I'm going for my walk anyway. So you're going to join me on my walk. If I want to pick some blackberries, I'll pick some blackberries. You know what I'm saying? The deer have created a trail here. A literal deer highway. <clears throat> By trampling everything down in a certain path. And they follow paths. They follow each other. I'm gaining some more respect for the deer. Being these silent giants. Gracious and beautiful. I mean, they're plant eaters. They don't have the killer instinct. They don't have the stereoscopic vision. Their eyes have not evolved like a cat or a human or a squirrel to judge distances and jumping between trees. You know? They are just grazing animals. They eat grass and they poop. They eat my Swiss chard and they poop. They do deer things. But they are beautiful and elegant. And I have put out a lot of hate towards them because they stand around stupid in the middle of the road and because they eat my garden. But, um, there's worse animals in the world. And who am I to judge them? Who am I to judge the deer? If anything, we should be judging the people who feed them. Because that just makes the problem worse. I guess me feeding them by having a garden also makes the problem worse. So it's time for me to build a wall. Speaking of wall, we have decided on a rock wall. The ultimate wall. The cage with thousands of tons of rocks in it. Wall. Yep. Because the price of, of wood has gone up and wood rots, but walls, a rock wall won't rot. Sure, the galvanized steel wire will rust eventually, but not so quickly. It's not rusting anytime soon. And it looks like we can get rocks for free. So I'm going to sell my Honda, which is needs a new starter. 
and I'm gonna get myself a pick em up truck. Yeah, finally I'm gonna be a member of the club. I'm gonna be a member of the pick em up truck club. You got it. And then I can haul rocks and haul furniture and drive around with one arm hanging out the side, get my flannel shirt on, put on a baseball cappy, start chewing tobacco. I'm gonna be like grandpa. Mm -hmm. And then I'm gonna go fishing with my pickup truck and camping. Get myself a hound dog. Yeah. That's what I've been missing in my life, is a pickup truck. <sighs> I don't think Honda makes a pickup truck. So I had three ticks from the walk yesterday. How's that? That was a three tick walk. And they were crawling all over me. It was one on my chest, one on my leg, one on my arm. And these are the big ticks. So I'm assuming right now I'm picking up more ticks. Brushing against these trees. You hear that buzzing sound? I think those are frogs. I looked at my map of town where I've all walked, where all I have walked. When I took pictures on Google Maps, if you look at gallery, you can look at the pictures, and then you can see where all the pictures are. <sighs> on a map. And it looks like there's some part of the towns that I have not taken pictures in. But they're all over the place. I've done a lot of walking, kids. And I'm gonna keep it up. I decided I'm gonna double my walks, two hours at least, 20,000 steps, because I am getting fat, and I'm gonna go on a fast or a break of pigging out, because I pigged out yesterday, oh my God. We need to double up on our walking. And you might say, well, why don't you do something else? It's like, well, this is what I can do easily. And I enjoy it. And it doesn't hurt me. Sure, I could do something else. Oh, look at that deer. Looks like I've been chasing them down the road. There's two of them up ahead. And they look back and they see me. And they keep on walking. And they're like, oh shit, they cleared out this whole area. There's nowhere to hide. And he's still coming. 
the dude is still coming after us. I gotta come here and pick up some of this tall grass here off, off the train tracks. And harvest some other plants once I get my pick em up truck. buzzing sound. Some kind of fly or mosquito. I guess the mosquitoes are going to be starting soon. That's going to change everything. An occasional tick is nothing like a swarm of mosquitoes, let me tell you. That guy who walked across Canada was eaten alive by them skeeters. The skeeters! I guess once you're a company that's got billions of dollars, you just don't give up easily on a train tracks crossing, you know, in the middle of nowhere. You pay the money and you have it fixed just in case you ever want to run that train through in the future. Just a cost of doing business, you know. CSX maintains millions and millions of tracks. They must have millions and millions of dollars. So they're just like a business decision to continue maintaining what they have. Conservative like that. I was just listening to Quoth the Raven, which is a pretty cool podcast, and they're talking about financials. and fiduciary duties. Maximize your profits to represent your own interests. Represent the interests of the company.
Okay. My mind is drifting again. We talked about fiduciary duties. And then my mind just spun off into everywhere. Hey, we haven't talked about math yet. Brace yourself. I have some math updates. So I looked into the largest prime number. And I downloaded it. And um, it's 27 megabytes long. My editor freezes up just even looking at the number. So it's actually very hard to uh, process a number of that size. So I found this program called Calc, which they use and they recommend. And you could write scripts in Calc to do things. So I just wrote one. I took the number and I times 10 or something. Added a one at the end. No, just added a one at the very end. Times 10 plus one. And um, I uh, said one over that. And that's it. And I left it calculating overnight. I hope it's ever going to give me results. I have to see if um, if that even works the way I think it's going to work. Maybe try it with a smaller number. And um, like at what point can you divide that by one if you've got a number with two 27 million digits okay and you divide one divided by 27 million digits what does that even mean well on the left hand side of your division thing you put that huge number and the right hand side you say one now for it to even go in one time you would have to add in I don't know 27 million zeros so it's going to be zero dot zero with 27 million zeros before we're even going to get to the first digit that this thing will even go into let's just say it's one and the first digit is two something like what is the largest prime let's just look at the first couple of digits of it Largest known prime number Wikipedia. Here, one four eight eight nine. Okay, it's got twenty four million digits. 
It was found in 2018, so we haven't found another one in two years. And they get more and more spaced apart. But the point is, is that we've got some humongous numbers here. And, um, but uh, my algorithm for finding primes is working. It really is. And um, I'm, I might be able to speed it up some. So maybe I can't do these humongous primes with it so easily. But maybe I can find primes in between the primes that aren't known yet using my algorithm. And it was um, the bite size, the bite size, not the count, but the bite size of the, uh, the digits describing the, um, the blocks that I was talking about, the non-repeating blocks. They were very high. It was like 14,000 bytes uh, for the number 24,000 something. So, extremely long chains of non-repeating numbers. Is what we found. So maybe we could change the algorithm to look for numbers that are guaranteed not to repeat instead of having to do that inefficient collapse function that I did. We'll have to check if there's anything repeating at all. And maybe if there's something, anything repeating or anything duplicate, then we could say it's not one of these ultra-complex primes we're talking about. So basically where there's no pattern at all in the digits. So you will need as much memory as the uh, number of digits.
Oh, looks like they... I don't think they have this yet. This crosswalk. Wait to cross Parkway. Oh, it says wait to cross. They set the password. They set the password. It says wait. Wait. Telling me to wait again. It's still telling me to wait. Look at that, Pabst Blue Riz Ribbon, 24 ounce. Well, that's a great picture. I said that to John. It's still telling me to wait. Pabst Blue Ribbon on my mind. Big easy of Ewing. What's that going to be? Another one of these strip mall businesses that don't work in the worst corner. But I guess if they open up a parkway across the street, the village, the Ewing Town Center. What do they have? The Big Easy. Well, it looks like the Deli Cafe. They're just painting it. It's just going to be a breakfast joint, which is a good idea. We do need a breakfast joint here so I can buy a coffee. So basically, the challenge is now, given a number and the number that follows it, or even, I guess, we don't even have to do individual digits, given any sample of numbers. Let's say I take 10 numbers, or 100 numbers. And I go through a hundred numbers at a time. Um, <coughs> we won't see those hundred numbers repeating at all. So we could just start by saying the first half doesn't need to equal the second half. And the first quarter doesn't equal the second quarter, the third quarter, the fourth quarter. And we could just keep on reducing the sizes of the um, cuts so that ever increase, decreasing sizes of the cuts won't equal to each other.
And we could just do that by having them. But having them again, having them again. Now, once we get down to pairs, the pairs will occur. Where one number will follow another number. But what my algorithm showed was the sets of numbers following each other will also will not repeat or will repeat less. Actually, I don't know how often they will repeat. I wasn't counting how many times it occurred. And the question that will then become, how do you, what do you do if you have 24 million numbers? Like how many comparisons are you gonna do? Well, my previous algorithm was a straightforward run through. And if it found a collision, found a collision, it would compare the different blocks against each other. Okay, I, I see I might be confusing you, and I'm sorry. I'm not really adding anything here. The only other idea that I had was what if I take these 24 million digits I've had to add a zero dot in front of it? What if I run my algorithm on it directly? On the prime number, what would it say? Would it find any patterns in there? What would be its verdict? Okay. So, what else is new? It's just kind of neat to look at these huge primes and these huge numbers and just get a sense of how tiny we are in terms of numbers. And um, how 24 million digits is nothing. Because we can just add on, you know, a billion times that digits. Just keep on adding zeros to it. 
infinite times. I mean, there's no limit. Here, there's no end to the numbers. They will just keep on going and going. Okay, we're gonna cut through here to the, cut here through to the graveyard, let's go. I just got now. Okay, so what's next? So the numbers are huge. Processing them is incredibly slow. And the question will then also become, the question will then also become, well, if I had this number with one four, right? And then divide that, one divided by that, then it's gonna be 14. And, or, you know, one divided by one is one, four, Two times seven, fourteen is two times seven. <sighs> anyway, we could just plug away at dividing doing this long division with the remainder on this humongous number. Um, and we could look at the results of it already without doing a full division. This is what I'm saying and then look for those patterns. If they're occurring, you see? And um, if they are occurring, if we see these um, patterns of repeating, then we could just adjust the number and tweak it so it won't repeat. So instead of checking, it would also find. It's like if we see a collision, we'll just adjust it so it will find the um, prime, you see.
that might be interesting. An interesting way of generating primes. It's like, that's an idea, right? Instead of um, just checking if a number is a prime or not, we would actually tweak it if it becomes n If we see a repeating pattern that's not like the algorithm we're looking for, we'll just tweak the number and change it and go down a different path. I say that this number follows this number and this number follows this number I could just as well compress those down to a sequence I don't need a graph and if it exits the sequence would just end and basically we're breaking down the digits into sequences where the, the number a number doesn't occur twice. The same number doesn't occur twice. And as soon as it does, it either occurs twice and it's a repeat, and we can stop, or <clears throat> it doesn't occur twice. that rabbit. It's non-repeat and we have to track it. So we just have a, an array of strings that we could look for. And we only have to care about the starting digit of them. And then the next digit and the next digit. so that we could quickly determine if an existing sequence falls into one of them and then fails or carries on. Okay, so that's a neat algorithm, kind of like a digit tree a digitry algorithm. We have a tree with 10 nodes each. And every time um, we pop, pop one in there, it's like it'll either match an existing sequence or it'll terminate and say, oh, it's a new one. You can insert the sequence in there. So it's a digit tree where of strings that contain up to ten nodes each. Or a sorted array. Oh, maybe I could use a sorted array. 
we'll see. But if we if we have to compare every sequence to every other sequence, then we're going to have an algorithm that has like a n log n running time or something. N log ten. It's not going to be linear, but the complexity will be good enough. I think for some huge numbers. Multi-precision decimals. So then the question will become, what's the largest prime number that I can search for using the 64-bit machine? And are there any primes out there that haven't been searched on these machines, or are they all searched? Are they all complete? Like the Marsan primes, we know that there's more primes between them, right? But where's the point where we've checked all the numbers between all the primes and found that there's no other primes there? That's what I want to know. Like, how does that all fit together? So there's enough of our math notebook. I'm not really into math today, but I do like this idea that I found something. Maybe. And uh, we're gonna keep on searching, kids. We're not giving up here. And if I haven't found something yet, maybe if I rediscover something that someone else found, I mean, even these um, this MIDI theory, it's not popular math. And he's talking about certain primes that have these repeating patterns. But he's not talking about certain primes that don't have repeating patterns. And what's the theory of them? It's a whole other class of primes. Well, the one I looked up, it was called a long prime. Whatever that means. So maybe what I've discovered are long primes. I guess I have to plug my numbers into the online database of internet sequences, the ones I found so far, and see where they match what sequences they match. I guess the question is, how high have people ran the sieve of Arathines? Like, what are the limits of where it's run to? And uh, how do you run it on just a part of the numbers.
like how do you distribute that algorithm across many PCs, etc. So these are all some different ideas. Brookhorst's Boar's Head. Brunkhorsts since 1905, and they have a nice uh, truck, the boar's heads. <clears throat> okay, kids, time for a break. I'm going to grab myself a bacon, egg, and cheese uh, Taylor ham. Okay. myself a fresh coffee and a pork roll egg and cheese sandwich and this has got to be one of the best sandwiches I've had in a long time at least the last one I had was amazing so I'm hoping that this one's gonna be amazing too and this is the deli where all the police officers and city people go it's right next to the municipal building who haven't written back about the chickens yet after I responded to them for some reason, it looks like they lost interest in harassing grandma. So I was just reading up on different prime number sieves and um, prime numbers. We're not going to eat this sandwich yet. I'm going to find a nice quiet place to sit down. I'm going to get off this main road here. So I was just thinking about work today, oh god.
So basically, what I'm trying to get at here is that people have explored primes, like these huge primes, right? Using Marcian, but they haven't found all the primes up to that number. They've only found certain primes. So there's more primes to be found in lower numbers that haven't been used, that aren't known. And those primes could be also interesting to be used. And, um, you know, if we had a way of finding primes that were uncommon, that weren't generally known, then that would, uh, actually be good in terms of cryptography because it, you wouldn't be on some list of primes to look for. So, okay, so that's the math journal for today. How's that? Um, we're 40 minutes in and uh, well, we're going to enjoy a pork roll, egg, and cheese in a second. I don't know if I'm going to do it like Gwen does, where I'm going to eat while uh, recording. And sitting there munching on um, a turkey leg and telling me how great it is. Do you guys want that? Well, you know, you could always fast forward. I could give you a warning. And make you reach for the fast forward button. Imagine that. Or stop. You could also rage unsubscribe. You'd be like, God damn it, Mike. How could you do this? Our city's got a smoking prohib... Pro what does it say? Smoking permitted bench. Way away from the... Um, way away from the... Uh, oh yeah, Sorcy. Sponsor Santo Visorce. Township of Ewing. what that red house is there's some red house they have displayed on this uh, pride in Ewing uh, oh that must be the, uh, the one historic house that has no meaning No Wikipedia entry. All right. Well, we're going to eat this sandwich. And you're going to listen to me eat it. So you can just fast forward a couple minutes if you don't want to hear it. How's that? 
General, Major General George J. Bittor, reviewing. Now, pork roll is also called Taylor ham. It's salty and hot. I wonder if they're going to have this year's um, fireworks. I hope they do. So we have Major General and Mrs. George J. Betor, Brigadier General and Mrs. Robert Dutko, Colonel and Mrs. Ron Cellophone, Cephalone, Colonel and Mrs. Joseph Avella, Major Jonathan Cloutry. So there's your um, high-ranking locals that they listed there. Well, that was a pretty good sandwich. Now the cheese on there, I think, was some kind of American cheese. AKA plastic cheese.
Okay. I'm thinking so much about work, I can't stop. Well, work day starting soon. I guess we could be done for today. Maybe we don't have anything else to say. Except talk about math. Well, I think we talked enough about it. We came up with some new algorithms for searching. there's a relationship between the non-repeating decimals of the number itself and the non-repeated decimals of the <coughs> reciprocal and if we could um, intuit that just by looking at the repeating nature of the numbers. And what about a prime with a form of like seven or some prime multiplied by, you know, some billions plus one, right? So we talked about two raised to some power plus one or minus one. But what about some other prime, like 7 or 31, raised to some power, minus 1? Like, we haven't talked about that. I guess the checking part could be difficult. Well, we got some stuff to look into, kids. And I'm going to take a break. I will talk to you later. Just going to go on pause and finish up my sandwich. Think about work a little bit. Get myself ready mentally for this day, this week. Be thankful for having another day to be alive. Make the best of it. Spend some time with my family. And uh, you all take care. I'll see you in a bit. It's been one hour. I mean, this is already enough to qualify as an episode. But we're going to be doing two-hour walks. At least. All right, then. All right. back. I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. What else we got to say? I don't, I still don't have anything to say. But I finished my sandwich. 
So that's the news. <clears throat> Welcome to the stream of random. I'll talk to you in a bit. Alright. Well, I just walked through Princeton Crossroads. Corporate Park, which doesn't have sidewalks. But they're very progressive. They named something Princeton, but we're not in Princeton. We're in Princeton South. Um, at least we're not in... Uh, it's like we're just right on the edge between the projects and Princeton. And I do think that the projects are in my town, Ewing. Just on the other side. So. So, so, so. How you guys doing? I just had a nice little walk, a little thought. I was listening to this guy quote the Reagan, Reagan, or Raven. I think he's in Philadelphia, actually. He's talking about things that I know. He's talking about Primo Hoagies and Market Street. It's like, I know this guy. And Wawa's. He's a paisano from the same town, same area. going to continue listening to him, but I thought I'd give a shout out. <coughs> Princeton South Corporate Center, that's right. That's where we are, Princeton South. It's not Princeton, it's Princeton South. It could also be Trenton North. Okay, let's continue. So it's neat because uh, I've now discovered a couple of new streets. I mean, the one street I was on before, I never walked all the way to its end. I walked it, but never took it to its logical conclusion. And uh, this street I've never been on before. So I've gotten some new areas to walk through. More exposure to this fine city where we live quite randomly. Quite randomly. It's funny because um, things that would be considered to be polite in one society, or not polite in another. You know, customs that are common with one group of people are not common with another. They could lead to an insult. Whew. 
Good morning. So, um, it's funny how that all works, how things are different. And, um, people are used to one type of behavior in one area. They get kind of caught up in things. We see that here too, in New Jersey. And it's funny because, uh, well, they haven't responded to that letter. And um, I kind of wonder when, when are they gonna respond? You know, they gave us a deadline for a response, but we didn't give them a deadline for their response. So, Brophy Drive. We're on Brophy Drive now. I should ask my dad about his second pickup truck if he needs it. Maybe I can just fix that one up. Or maybe we'll just buy one on the... Um, maybe we'll just sell this one for cash and buy one used at the um, auction. Yeah, so if the prices of wood has gone up, then we just have to buy stone. Just that simple. We're just gonna buy stone and make a stone wall. And you can make a stone wall just by stacking stones on top of each other. Or bricks brick wall, a beautiful brick wall, yep, well it's uh, 727, I gotta start getting back, I'm on the way on the other end of town here. I mean, I am heading south, but I'm heading in the wrong direction. But I kind of have to go this way if I want to avoid the major traffic. Not that you guys care or even know where I am. But, uh, I gotta go this way.
and then at the next intersection, I gotta go that way. Oh, Benjamin Temple Road, there you go, see? Temple Park. See, you gotta love these guys. They're like, oh yeah, Benjamin Temple Road. Benjamin Temple House, let's make it a park. That's right. Well, we're in the Shabakunk Hills, which are the hills that feed the Shabakunk Creek. And the Shabakunk comes all the way down from Pennington. And it's the Ship to Alken Creek up there. So, um... beautiful houses here. So I'm kind of thinking about these uh, numbers again. And that um, the maximum prime gap, which is the largest gap between prime numbers, is at a very low, a low number. It's only um, 18 with 20 zeros on it. So I think that's kind of where they've scanned all the prime numbers um, underneath. Like, sure, we know high numbers, we know high prime numbers, but we don't know if there's how many gaps for sure are between them. Um, at higher numbers than that which means you have to look at all the prime numbers, not just the highest. So I think that's an area where I could actually do something um, with my limited computing resources to begin with to kind of get my feet wet, you know? Kind of apply myself. Otherwise, these 25 Megabytes of z numbers are just huge. They're just insane. And it's no fun to deal with those numbers. Now we're gonna try and find the Benjamin Pem Pem Temple Park. And I got an hour to get home. Let me type in my home. Should be an hour to walk home.
42 minutes walk. Okay, so we got this. We got this, kids. Now here is one of those playhouses that would make a nice chicken shed. A vinyl playhouse. And it seems to me that with a shortage of, um, look at that. That's pretty awesome. Seems to me with a shortage of, uh, that's a cool playhouse. We're gonna get that. Might need a truck for that. The shortage of, of petroleum plastic being thrown away should be recycled. I'm going to give wifey a call and tell her about this. Alright, so it appears that wifey wants the uh, the playhouse. It's quite nice. It's a big one. I don't know if it's going to fit in the car. We might have to tie it to the roof. a nice little area of town I've never seen before so there are things to see things to explore in this town that I haven't explored yet just have to keep on exploring just gotta keep on exploring Definitely got my steps in today. Now I'm starting to feel a little bit tired in my step. Which means uh, I'm getting enough walking. Now I've got the problem. That uh, I've reached some kind of boxed in area where I can't cut through. There's only houses and yards and deer statues out of bronze or ceramic or something. so that I'm uh, not going to take the shortest path. Let's see. I'd have to cut through this person's yard. I don't think I want to do that. 
Some beautiful yards here, though. Some real landscaping going on. I got lots of trees, and they even have trees in pots. It's like we take them out of the nursery, just put them in our yard. I'm going to have to walk in a circle. Oh, it's beautiful. Very beautiful, very beautiful. I bet you they have airplanes flying over here all the time, though. This looks like it's right in the flight path. I think an hour 18 is enough to, to give you and um, I'm gonna wrap this up so thanks for sticking with me can't believe you made it to the end see you next time